You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Welcome back to the New Day of Hope broadcast. We are so excited that you've joined us once again. And we are continuing from where we left off last week. We have in studio with us Lisa Page and she will continue sharing about her experience with breast cancer. As we said before that she is a survivor and is going on 15 years. So we praise God for that. Amen. Amen. And I know that's wonderful. Well, thank you, Lisa, for coming back again today. And I know we are working you, but I know you will be blessed. If, if we can touch one life through this program, then we know our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Last week, you were with us and you talked about your situation and all of that good stuff. And I trust my friends that you were listening and trust you were following along with us. And I trust you have already called your doctor to make your appointment and take care of yourself. If you do that, you might just live a little longer and enjoy life a little longer. So we said that Miss Page is with us again today. And listen, man, we are excited about that. Let me start by asking Miss Page this question. Uh, tell me about your treatment process. What happened? How did you go about that? First off, let me thank you for having me again and giving me the opportunity to try to make a difference in someone's life. After I was first diagnosed, there was a lot of things going on. I will tell you that anytime you have a medical diagnosis and you, you need to have a second set of ears, listen to it because you can't always process everything that's being said to you. So I was very thankful that my husband and my mother-in-law both took every step of my treatment with me and, and somebody was there to help me. There was a lot to process. There was a decision to be made whether or not to have a biopsy. We had the biopsy. I did not get a clear margin, so they told me that the cancer was not going to kill me, that they would like to go ahead, and they wanted to do some further testing. I was diagnosed in April, and I did not have surgery until December of 2007. Mm -hmm. What happened in between, I had several MRIs. I wound up having another biopsy in the breast that did not have any cancer in it. Mm -hmm. And I had all of the genetic testing that they could do. I took part in two uh, tests, two studies mm -hmm. for the National Institute of Health as part of my treatment. And finally, it was decided after an MRI in November that I had an atypical hyperplasia in the breast that did not have cancer in it, which was an abnormality. And I said, okay, that's enough. And so I elected to have a bilateral mastectomy and reconstruction. So on December the 14th, I had uh, both breasts removed promptly. After that, I had about a six-week recovery. Then in January of 2008, uh, as part of a treatment plan, but it was part of a study, I was randomized and I wound up taking uh, four rounds of chemo. Mm -hmm. I had to heal. The body had to heal. I took the chemo. I did have some challenges with that. My body didn't like it. Mm -hmm. 
I had chemo induced shingles and sick and everything, but I still had my network of my the folks at work and my family and I still wouldn't have made it without it. And then after the chemo was over in March, I had to let my body get over the effects of chemo. And then in June of 2008, I had the temporary implants removed and the reconstructive surgery done. And then after that was healed, then in September of 2008, I had the final nipple enhancements and tattooing and and everything that goes along as part of the surgery. So it was a very long, drawn-out process. It was very scary, but I managed to make it through it with God's help and the help of my family. So let me ask you this question then. Were there any programs uh, or service offered to you that would help with the treatment process? The American Cancer Society, your oncologist, any women's health center, they all have programs to help you. You can get a hold of Wendy and Glennis here at the program. I'll be happy to help you in any way that I can. There's always a network of folks that are out there, and you do so much better if you have someone to talk to. If you're not sure, if you can't face the um, unknown, it's easy to ask somebody. I was lucky enough that I had two mentors that had gone through it a couple of years before I did, so they were able to help me understand what I was going to be facing, and it, it means the world to them to know that you're not alone. Well, I know you said earlier that you had your husband, your son, and your brothers and in-laws and so on to stand with you and other friends, and I know that's a good thing. What about somebody who doesn't really have anybody to support them, and but they do have breast cancer? What would you say to them? I would say to reach out to someone at your doctor's office. I'm telling you, well, they'll have a social worker. They'll have somebody there so you don't have to face this alone, whether it be breast cancer or any kind of cancer. There is a network out there. You just have to ask. You have to not be afraid. While you feel like you're in the darkness, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And if you pray, you can go to your local churches. You can go to your local clinics. You can go... And as I said, the American Cancer Society, the internet is full of things. There are Facebook groups. There are all kinds of groups that are out there. The main thing that I would tell you is talk to someone who's been through it. Just because it's a a diagnosis of cancer doesn't mean that it's end of life. There is hope at the end of the tunnel. Amen. There is always hope. So as we close out, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? What would you like to tell them? I would like to tell them that you can take a very negative thing and you can make it a very positive thing. And I know it's going to sound strange to you for me to say to you that having had cancer has made me a better person. But having had cancer has forced me to reevaluate my position in life, what's important to me, what's not important to me. It has forced me to lean on God. I hold on to the fact that joy is given to you. It's a God-given right. It is one of those things. I thank God every day for the joy in my life. You're not out there alone. You can do this. It's not an easy process, but it is something that's doable no matter what you face, whether it be diabetes or heart disease or cancer or any other of the multitude of health problems that you have. There is hope for you. God provides when you ask. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. And that's so good to know that God provides hope for you. In fact, the Bible says that we must hope in the Lord. It says, hope thou in God, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. So if today you are going through the same problem that Lisa went through many years ago, and that's your case today, listen, man, don't give up on life. There is hope, hope in God. Put your trust first in the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will direct you. He will strengthen you because Amen. It's all about God. It's not about us. Sometimes we worry about our struggles. We worry about our cares. We worry about our pains. When all we have to do, he said, to cast all our cares upon him because he cares for us. Now, if God is telling me to cast all my cares upon him, cast my cancer, cast my diabetes, cast my whatever I have on him, why am I still stressing myself about it? All I have to do is to take it to him and say, listen, man, you told me to cast my cares upon you. Here I am casting my problems upon you. You take care of it. And I want to assure you that God will do so. But in the meantime, my friends, we want to really want to encourage you. Call your doctor, man. I know people are afraid to go to, to see their doctor. You know, I used to be like that. Until my wife, I mean, she would just make the appointment for me and tell me, you have a doctor's appointment, you know. So I just began going and it's working out well for me, you know. I mean, the doctors will know if there is something that is developing in you and they can take care of it ahead of time. And then you can live a better life. You can live a longer life. Think about it, man. I want to be around for a long time, but I want to be healthy, you know. I want to be strong. While I'm around for a long time, it is possible, but you have to take some action too. Don't just sit by the wayside and think, well, everything is going to work out for you. No, man, get up right now and call your doctor. Say, I want to get a visit. I want to check and see if I have breast cancer or whatever the case might be. And I know, man, if you do that, you will be happy after it's all said and done. Amen. That's right. You are in control of your life. We can tell you you need to check the doctor, but you have to take the first step. You have to go and check for yourself. Take the initiative and do so and make sure that everything is okay. If you have a wife, you have children, you may want to see your grandchildren. So make sure you take care of your own self. See, my husband used to be very stubborn but until he had a blood clot then he realized how important it is to have his yearly checkup and so before i close lisa have something that she'd like to say to you that you need to take care of first off make sure you ladies get your mammograms if you have any suspicions about anything go to the doctor follow through with it Listen to what your doctor says. If you're not sure about what they're saying, get the help that you need to understand what's being said. Follow the treatment program. Take your medicine. Go to the doctor. Listen to what they have to say and give yourself a chance. Just remember that God gives you that joy in life and he means for you to enjoy every second of that joy that he's provided to you. And if going to the doctor and doing the right thing gets you there, then please do it. Amen. So in that week, you can have joy to the full. 
Amen. You don't yeah. want to have half-hearted joy. You want to have joy to the full because you are contented and it's one of the fruit of the Spirit. So if you want joy, the songs say you must shout for it. It also says, I have a joy, joy, joy down in my heart and it's down in my heart to stay. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, my friends, we want to thank Miss Lisa Page so much for coming with us. For the last two weeks, she's been with us and we are grateful. We trust that you heard something that will really help you along life's journey. I mean, if you have a question, you can call us and we can put you on to Miss Page and I'm sure she'll be glad to help you understand better what the situation is. You know, my friends, we never bring our broadcast, regardless to what we have on the program. We never bring it to a close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus your all in all. Jesus said, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Maybe God is speaking to you concerning what you heard on the broadcast last week and this week. And, and you need to do something about it. Maybe God is speaking to you that you need to be saved. Then you need to do that before time shall be no more. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you for Miss Page for coming and sharing with us for the last two weeks. We pray that those who heard what she said will take heed and apply this principle to their own lives and do something about their own lives and have your way, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. And if you are blessed by today's program, we encourage you to reach out to us. You can call us at 404-964-2242. That's also a WhatsApp number. Or you can email us at newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. So until then... Oh, my friends, we want to encourage you to call your doctor. I'm watching you now. Go ahead and do it today. Don't wait for tomorrow. Go ahead and do it today. But until then, man, you have a wonderful week. God bless you. Oh.